let me introduce you to inspiring entrepreneurs. Hi there, my name is Ben Gothard. My mission is to interview incredible entrepreneurs who are changing the world and present their stories to you, unscripted and unedited. From billionaires to Forbes 30 under 30 recipients to New York Times bestselling authors and much, much more, these people are living proof that nothing is impossible. Join me on this journey to learn from their experiences and become the person you're meant to be. Welcome to the Project Egg Show every morning at 8 a.m. Central. Three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of the Project Egg Show, your daily dose of education and inspiration in entrepreneurship. Today, we are talking to Walt and Dale Roberts, two brothers who are passionate about live streaming video online. Their mission is to equip aspiring entrepreneurs with all the necessary resources and tools to live stream like a true professional. So without any further ado, Walt, Dale, how the heck are you? Doing, Doing fine. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So leave it, leave it up to my uh, little brother to always uh, yell over me. Come <laughs> yeah. on, peek in the microphone, coming in hot. <laughs> Sorry, so, let, me, let me dial that back just a yeah. little bit. We're talking about live streaming, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he always yells at me for being uh, hot, Mike. <laughs> oh goodness! So as y'all can tell, we're gonna have a lot of fun today, yeah. and I want to dive all up into live streaming, all up into the live streaming goodness that is yeah. the technology and awesomeness that we have today. First. Why don't you guys take a couple minutes to share your story? Um, who are you? Where do you come from? What do you do? Why are y'all the true experts in live streaming? Okay. I think well, well, you go ahead and take it away, man. Yeah, yeah really I'll good. go first. I'll go first <laughs> since I have a little bit more uh, live streaming uh, background. Uh, so uh, my live streaming uh, started back, I want to say, in 2015. Uh, when uh, we went to Florida for Christmas and my brother-in-law hit me up when we were hanging out down there and he says, Hey, have you ever heard of Twitch? And of course my kids watch Twitch all the time. I was like, yeah, yeah, they watch it. And he says, I'm thinking about setting up a channel on Twitch. So I was like, all right, when we get back, why don't you bring your PC over and we'll, we'll take a stab at it. Um, Cause he didn't have too much uh, knowledge as far as like PC hardware and software and whatnot, but he knew kind of what he already wanted to do. So he set up here in my basement and I remember we had the old Logitech ball cam that I had. I had like a couple laying around because he didn't have a cam. He didn't have the only mic he had was like a, a headset that was literally duct taped together. Um, and it's funny thing is, is we actually ended up duct taping the cam to a coffee can uh, to get it to sit up right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we literally shoestringed it together, uh, starting out with his channel and uh basically what i would do is i would mod for him and i was really into seeing uh who streamed on twitch now back in 2015 you could grind on twitch nowadays i wouldn't recommend anyone new coming into twitch set up a community elsewhere and then come into twitch or 
you know, start building it, whether it be on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I, I usually recommend most people start out on YouTube, get your following there and then go to Twitch. But back then you could just jump straight into it uh, feet first. So basically what I would do is I would sit there and troll the channels and look to see the streamers that had the high counts of viewers and would almost time them. I'd be like, okay, well, they say they're going to go from, you know, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. So at 7.45, I'm yelling and pointing at him saying, hey, go live with that game. Because what then would end up happening is once that bigger streamer would stop streaming, those viewers would be looking for somebody else playing that game or similar content. So that's how he would actually, we called it coattailing basically. And um, he wouldn't pick them all up, but he would pick a majority of them up. And that's how he built his channel. Well, at one point or another, uh, when he was living at home with his mother and father, my father-in-law, um, he just decided one day just to stop streaming. So that kind of irked me because I helped him build that community. So I said, screw it. I'm going to start streaming. And, uh, of course I went a different route where he streamed as himself. I went with the character slash gimmick, whatever you like to call it, kind of like a doctor disrespect, but <laughs> not as, not as cheesy. I don't know. I'm still cheesy, but regardless. So when I stream, I'm streaming as an alter ego, not as Walt Roberts, you know, and, uh, I just started to grow from there and, uh, you know, did the grind and realized that the grind doesn't always work. And uh, it's also about consistency and uh, maintaining a schedule. And there's a lot of streaming coaches. I don't claim to be a streaming coach. I claim to be a streaming expert when it comes to software such as OBS Studio. Because actually, I started back in OBS Classic, moved up into OBS Studio. And then, of course, now you have Streamlabs OBS, which um, anyone starting to stream, I'd highly recommend because it's a lot easier to use. But I can do a lot more tricks and you know, techniques with OBS studio more than I can do with Streamlabs OBS right now. Yeah. It's, it seems like a perfect time for me to jump in three time guest of project egg. I don't know if there's any other three time guests at the show, but I've been <laughs> keeping count. Yeah, that's right. Ben. Oh, you one man, by the way, was, checks in the mail. It was actually three and a half times because we tried that one uh, workshop through webinar jam and it that's failed right and <laughs> no one could come recorded. in yeah <laughs> so it was a good sure. episode yeah it was a good episode okay. uh you know I, i'm i'm dale obviously i'm the younger of the two of us uh you know uh yeah he did he started live streaming before i did i had dabbled on youtube of course, I run a channel called Self Publishing with Dale, where I teach people how to self-publish books and build an author platform. And, um, you know, I, I knew YouTube Live was there, but it can be very overwhelming. And hopefully we can help people get over the, some of those hurdles. And, you know, because we've, we've gone through every heartache there is. I know anytime that I'd have something mess up, I'm like immediately calling up Walt. Like, hey, dude, dude, something's going on. Like, Mac, it's like, it's messing up. He keeps crashing oh, things. Yeah. He's like... Yeah, every time I bring up Mac, he's just like, yeah, just throw it out the window. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I always tell somebody, uh, if you're starting to stream, stay away from Mac. Uh, now, <laughs> once you get comfortable at it and you know how to troubleshoot on the fly because that's the thing a live streaming there's a lot of troubleshooting on the fly because um i almost laugh to this day if my stream goes smooth without anything going wrong i then it's like 
you know what lucky rabbit's foot did i rub today um and and that's the challenge of it it's uh doing the live streams and being able to correct issues or troubleshoot on the fly while still maintaining that engagement with your viewers yeah and playing a game or you know in dale's case you know uh doing uh tutorials or talking about self-publishing and not panicking that's that's the main thing yes yes a lot of people panic and they pull the rip cord which is end stream (laughs) and it's I, I do, you know, and of course, you know, something that he hasn't, you know, he, he hasn't really humble bragged about is the fact that he actually has an extensive background in PC, he went to school for it and actually learned the ins and outs of how to, to work with the technology. So there are a lot of times where I've had to, you know, get a hold of him to help me troubleshoot some issues, be it through laptop or desktop. Uh, but he's been tremendous. He was even the one that uh, suggested to me to get the Alienware R7. It's been fantastic for live streaming. It's it's awesome. If you don't have the discretionary expense, don't sweat it. You don't need to be plunking down. I think it runs 1500 now. But, um, you know, it, it really is good. But, you know, I, I know he came to me originally about the whole Twitch thing. And I had never heard of it. And he's just, he keeps gushing about this. And I was like, I want to see the replay. Like, can I see the replay? And he just keeps like gushing about it. And I'm like, what kind of Bush League stuff is this? He loses it, of course. He's like, "This is not Bush League. It's owned yeah. by Amazon." I was just like, "Yeah, I was like, hey, can I see mind the play?" <laughs> yeah, mind you, when you came to me or when I came to you about Twitch, um, was just after Amazon acquired uh, Twitch, yeah. and because at when I first started streaming on Twitch, it was gaming only, and if you had a talk show, you better be talking about games, and if you were playing music, you better be playing music that was in a game. Um, so it was really strict on Twitch before Amazon purchased them on what you, what content you could stream. Now it's open. You got creative. You have, I mean, you even have an eating channel where people sit there and eat. You have the ASMR where they make sounds and, you know, it's not my thing. I'm not trashing on it. I mean, there's a spot for everyone on Twitch and that's what I like about Twitch. It's not just, you know, professional gamers or people doing stupid stuff like me, you know, to entertain it's, you know, you, you, you have that creative aspect, whether it be an artist, whether you're doing sketches, whether you're doing clay modeling. I mean, there's even people on there where they're building PCs live on Twitch while people watch and engage you. So yeah, that was the thing. I, I remember uh, because I was watching Dale's uh, YouTube channel slowly grow and he was really putting his nose to the grind. I said, Hey, this might be another feature for you as well. Because as you know, Ben, you know, you, you want to get your voice heard, not just in one platform. You want to have it spread out that way you, you cast a wider net. Absolutely. So let's talk about, live streaming in general uh-huh. and let's talk about like the fundamental building blocks of getting started with live streaming and then let's narrow it down into twitch because that seems to be um where a lot of uh, your your expert y'all's expertise lies so let's start with the the fundamental building blocks how do you actually get started with live streaming what do you need in order to successfully pull it off Okay, well, nowadays, um, you can stream literally from a PS4 and Xbox One, and a lot of people are doing that nowadays, and it's actually saturating Twitch. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that you we have a lot of console gamers now that are breaking into Twitch, um, but here's the one thing I recommend. Whether you're doing it through a console or whether you're doing it through a PC, two things you must have, a decent-sounding microphone or headset, 
and a decent looking cam. Now I'm not saying go out and spend $300 on a cam. Uh, the, like my son, he uh, streams from his PS4. I think the cam we paid, I think like 80 bucks for his cam. And it's actually a decent cam. It shoots in 720. It's nothing super high def, but at least when he's talking to his viewers, they have that personal engagement. Um, now there are, you know, everyone will argue there are some bigger streamers that don't use cams. I call it no cam ninja. <laughs> My brother can confirm on that, that I've actually done a lot of no cam ninja streams, but that's because I've already built my community. And when they come in, they already know what I look like in my gimmick and this and that. And it's because I've just literally crawled out of bed and I'm still in my boxers. And, you know, you have to wear decent clothes on Twitch when you stream. So it really doesn't take a lot. You can literally go out there probably purchase a computer from walmart that has an i5 and in, i5 intel processor and a decent graphics card and you can start streaming it's really not that it's not that difficult now where a lot of people uh they overlook when it, they they got the computer or they got their console and they hit live and they're ready to stream the thing is is what i always recommend is set up your page first Put some information about yourself in the page because here's the thing. First impressions are everything. So when you have somebody that clicks on your channel, especially on Twitch, they're coming in. They got the title. The title gives them a little bit of information, but at the same time, you want some kind of uh, a bio underneath, you know, who you are, what you're about, what your streams are about, what type of games you play or what type of content are you providing Streaming times, that is also important. Like I said, uh, a lot, and this is where I've failed in the past and you know, even to this day, is consistency. It's keeping a streaming schedule. You know, now a lot of people that have full-time jobs like myself, you know, it's okay to come on and stream for two hours as long as your viewers know what time you're gonna be on and what time you're gonna be off. It's like uh, for instance, you're a big Game of Thrones fan. Imagine waiting Sunday night, you know, for Game of Thrones to come on. And lo and behold, it never comes on. And then Monday morning it's on. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Why is Game of Thrones on Monday morning? I was waiting up all Sunday night for Game of Thrones to come on. It's going to tee you off, right? It's the same thing for live streaming. So it's good to have that set up on your Twitch page or Facebook or Mixer or YouTube. Uh, because I've dabbled a little bit in all the platforms, mainly Twitch. Twitch is my home. Um, but I've played around in other uh, platforms when it comes to live streaming. But that's the main key thing is, is set up your page, put a little bit of time into it, just as you would your Twitter, just as you would your Instagram, so on and so forth, because you want that first impression. Yeah, it's everything that he says, I'm going to definitely agree with. It, it comes down to consistency. And this, this is an all walks of life, folks. You got to build that discipline to get consistent with what you're doing and going forward. As Ben, you always hear me say, it's taking massive freaking action. And I think sometimes people will hamstring themselves. If you've well, got a PS4. Actually, actually, Dale, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's actually not exactly what you always used to say with Ben. <laughs> <laughs> actually, wait, wait, wait. Say, okay, so Ben, Ben, uh, what did he used to say? He used to say massive fucking action. Oh. That is the solution. <laughs> That's the cure-all. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and he uh, preaches it to me too, Ben. It's, it's yep. basically, he's always trying to motivate me because, I yep. mean, I work a physical demanding job where I put in eight, sometimes 10 hours a day where I'm physically moving all day. And when I get home, I eat a little bit of food and it's like that body crashes and it's a struggle. And um, if 
you've ever seen my live streams, you would understand I'm high energy that two hours or three hours that I give you, I'm giving you 110% the whole time. And, you know, if I'm going to half-ass it in any way or think I'm going to half-ass it in any way, I'd rather not stream. That's, that's another thing too, that brings me uh, to a point is, um, everyone's going to find their voice. It's kind of like being a writer or even what you do, Ben, it's, you got to find your voice when it comes to live streaming, whether it's a gimmick, whether you're being yourself. Uh, and I know a lot of streaming coaches say, be yourself, but here's the thing you, you look on Twitch and you can find a lot of streamers on there that do do gimmick stuff. Dr. Disrespect probably being one of the biggest ones. He's not portraying himself. He's portraying a character or his alter ego and people are entertained by it. That's the main thing. People want to be entertained when it comes to watching content, whether it be on YouTube or live streaming on Twitch. Yeah, it's, it's a, uh, you know, it's funny, actually, I can kind of uh, share with, with them, you know, cause obviously we always kind of keep his secret guarded, but uh, it's yeah, not but, just a game, it's an experience, you know, he just, he, he goes, and, and it's funny sometimes, like just some of the most hit looking Jojo games, he'll be playing those, but he makes it entertaining because of how he envelops the, the viewers, be it there's one person there, or if there's like a few dozen people that are there, um, it's always, you know, about the experience for them. And that's what I was, would recommend is uh, you're going to hear some of the tips that Walt gives you of getting those things, but don't let those be in your, your inhibitors. Correct. Uh, if, if you don't PS4, have a cam, then don't stream with a cam. Yeah, just just a cam. get it going. Because one of the most important things is if you can get consistent, you build the discipline to do it and you start to say, save a little bit of money aside to get a cam. Like for instance, a great camera is a Logitech C920. Folks can kind of look that up. I'm sure Ben's got some kind of a- That's a, what I'm uh, using right link. now. Yeah, yeah, it's great cam. 50 bucks. It's actually $50 now. That thing used to be 120. Yeah. I feel yeah. a little bit like jaded after that. <laughs> $50 though. It's, it's great. It's fantastic. It's very versatile and uh, anybody can use that. And if you can't afford $50, what I just recommend is just chip away at it over the course of a year. I'm sure within that year's time, I might even drop in price even more. Put just like a couple bucks aside here, a couple bucks aside there, get a good camera, get a good microphone, slowly get those things, but just don't let it hamper you. And one of the things that of course he didn't address, I'm gonna go ahead and address is this. Live streaming doesn't always have to be about games per se, or it could you know, be on mobile. Mobile, okay, you got an iPhone, you got an Android, point and shoot. I've done numerous live broadcasts on Facebook Live here, Twitch. Like I've had actually like quite a few people show up. We were having our anniversary, my wife and I, and we were outside the mall and we just turned it on and about a couple dozen people showed up to kind of hang out with us. And I was like, this is weird. I, apparently like anniversary is a big thing over Twitch. Like if you use that keyword, but anniversary, birthdays. Yeah. Um, you know, just get started, you know, and use this. I wouldn't recommend that you be a gamer and point it at your screen and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that no. might be a little too hit. Um, but you know, just be be resourceful and the other thing is too is is reach out to people within the live streaming community and start to build a relationship if you find something that resonates with you start to you know set up dialogue start to get dialogue between the two of you so you can learn from that person and maybe they might have some tips you didn't otherwise think of in order to actually get some resources and and funny thing is this guy i'm going to point over towards that that direction this guy right here he gets all my hand-me-downs <laughs> <laughs> True. And I take them willingly. And that's, that's the thing. That's a, yeah, that's the thing too. It's uh, like Dale was saying though, everyone starts at zero. Everyone starts at zero. YouTube channels, Twitch, everyone starts at zero. So don't ever, and that's the thing I think Dale was saying that when I stream, it doesn't matter whether there's one person there or a hundred people there, I'm going to give the same show. I'm going to put a, that, the same amount of energy, the same amount of effort. 
into that one person, because here's the thing, even if there's zero people, you never know when that one person might pop in because there is a delay. Even if you have that count up for Twitch where uh, it will show you how many people are in your channel, there's a delay on it. So that person could be sitting in your channel for a good solid minute before you even know that he's there or she's there. So the thing is, is if you're not talking, you're not engaging or you're not providing content and you're just sitting there eating chips and playing games or uh, watching YouTube videos, they're gone. They're gone. It's, it's, it's kind of like the first, what do they say? 30 seconds on your YouTube videos. You know, it, it you better, you better have hooked them. If not, they're out of there. And that's the whole thing. It kind of leads back to the set up your Twitch page. It's not just about that. It's also about when you're streaming, always assume that there's somebody there watching. And if you, and, and it feels weird, it feels weird. Cause even my brother-in-law, I had to break him of it where it was like, talk, talk, talk like you're talking to somebody you know, or talk about the game or use your inner monologue that you have. You know, is the game pissing you off? Is the game making you happy? Uh, or whatever content you're providing, you have to be talking. You have to be. That way, when somebody comes in, they're going to be listening and they're going to drop their opinion in there. And then once you get that, you can start feeding off of that. Everyone starts with zero. And the cool thing is, is if they know that you're a new streamer, and never use the word small stream. I actually used to fall into that category. I used to tweet, you know, support small streamers, yada, yada. There's no such thing as a small streamer. There's such thing as a new streamer, but not a small streamer. Because if you call yourself small, you'll always be small. So you got to go in like full rock star mode when you're streaming. And like I said, pretend that you have thousands of people watching you talk. And then once that engagement starts coming, then it's natural. Then it's not, you can keep that conversation going, uh, whether you agree with their opinion or disagree with their opinion. And that was the cool thing about when I first started streaming. I did. I had a crap. I don't, I don't even know what Logitech that one was. It was a really crappy Logitech. And uh, it was a headset just like this. I paid 15 bucks for it at Micro Center. And it was a decent mic. It sounded good. There was no hissing or staticking or anything like that. Of course, now, you know, I have the uh, good old Yeti. But... Um, no, so the thing is, is my, and matter of fact, my viewers bought that. Um, and yeah, Dale, Dale's giving me hand-me-downs, my lights. That's, that's via Dell. Um, I mean, green screen, that's Dale. <laughs> the chair, the chair I'm sitting in, that's my viewers. So that's the thing. So, and a lot of people get frustrated too. Back then when I had this chair paid for in my Yeti mic and my graphics card and everything else, I think I averaged maybe like five, six viewers per stream. That's average. So that's between a two hour period. Yeah. I might have 20 people that zoom in and out or whatever during that stream, but I averaged maintained about five people on my channel at one time. And most streamers that are starting out, they look at those numbers and they get, they get hung up on the numbers. Don't get so hung up on the numbers. That isn't what is a successful stream. A successful stream is when you walk away going, I gave it my all. I had people engaging me. Cool. You know, go on to the next thing. And the other thing too, is if you have streams where you have barely anyone show up or no one show up, you got to just shrug it off. You got to shrug it off. You got to look at it too, though, and go, what might've caused it? Is that a bad time? Is that a bad day? Is that a bad content that I was, you know, like, cause there is such thing as streaming bad games. I stream a lot of indie games. So you can imagine how hard it is for me to pull people into my channel because I'm playing games that either A, aren't out yet, or B, no one has ever heard of. And it's funny too, because a lot of uh, my viewers that will pop in, they're like, what game are you playing? So it's almost like a thing now where they want to see what weird, what odd thing I'm playing now. You know, it, it's really interesting 
to hear like the perspective from from the two of you um, to kind of get like the the self-publishing streamer side and then and then the gamer streamer side and uh-huh. um, I, I, I love the perspective first of all and I feel like we're charting new territory here hence the safari hat just want to throw that out there if people were wondering why he's trying um, to justify that horrible hat <laughs> then again, you know. this hat has taken me up to the top of pike's peak which is a fourteen thousand foot mountain so i owe this hat a lot of protection from a lot of sun so it's it's good in my book but i'm not gonna hate man i love you ben you know that <laughs> hey, I've, I've raced many video games on pike's peak so yeah that's pretty brutal <laughs> Yeah, it's, <laughs> from the digital side of it very very <laughs> it was fun. always it was always the track that i fucking hated so <laughs> oh sorry didn't mean to drop that word on <laughs> all good feel free to drop f-bombs it's totally right. totally cool um so so to get back to to the content itself it seems like in order to get started really fundamentals here we need to have a device that can stream so a computer right. or a console so correct we, we can check so that out. then now, i'm sorry go ahead then we need some sort of mic, you know, some, whether it's an internal, um, you know, you don't want to go the, go the extra mile. You just want to use whatever comes natively. Um, you can use the, the PC mic. I'm not sure how that works on the console. You probably need to get either, you know, you could go get headphones like these little Apple ones, or you could get, um, you know, you could, you could really invest in, in sound and I'm using the Shure SM58 with a uh, a Xenix USB 1202 mixer, uh, Behringer, uh, if y'all wanted to, to go grab that. And then, because I'm very happy with my setup, you can also use the Snowball. Um, pretty much anything will work as long as you get up and running, get it started. So you have the, the actual device, you have the mic, you need the webcam. We talked about the Logitech being a really good option. The C920 is what I use. Dale, you talked about that a little bit. Um, but there, there are plenty of options there. Uh, and then you actually need to set up your profile. So whether you're going on Twitch or YouTube or Facebook or Periscope, right. wherever you want to go, you need to set up that profile, get everything up and running. And then you need to have the specific stream times and then you need to actually stream. So there, I want to talk, let's talk a little bit before we move on. Let's talk a little bit about the software. Yeah. Um, now, oh, you also mentioned the phone, Dale, which I thought was, which I thought was great. Um, one of the things that I use whenever I'm streaming on my, on my phone, cause I like to do omni streaming, um, is I like to use this, this software called Larix, I believe. Um, L-A-R-I-X um, or some some permutation of that um, and then you connect that to some sort of output and I use restream.io for that so that you can use restream for free and you can do lyrics to restream or like we're doing now zoom to restream um, and you can I'm sure you could use OBS also which I, I think y'all are probably going to talk about in a little bit um, but you need the software to actually stream it on the phone you can use lyrics uh, on the computer you can use zoom um, but yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the actual software in order to pull it off and anything that I missed on the, on the foundational side, let's make sure, uh, just please correct me if I'm wrong on any of those things I said so far. No, no, you're, you're right on. And I'll probably pass it over to Dale when it comes to the mobile, because regardless yeah. of whether I stream mobile games, I can't stand mobile devices. <laughs> I'm an old grumpy man. Yeah. What can I say? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm all thumbs when it comes to, uh, it, it better be a mobile game. Um, if not, I, 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 I can't stand messing with my phone. Um, 
Okay, so uh, streaming software. So obviously, if you're doing a console, it's already built in. PS4, Xbox One. That's why Mixer exists, by the way. Mixer uh, is owned by Microsoft. Who owns Xbox? Microsoft. So it's naturally built in. So you can actually hit live and go live on Mixer versus Twitch. Now, you can do the Twitch, but then you got to, you know, you got to reset it up a little bit. It's not that hard. It's basically getting your streaming key off of once you create your Twitch channel, you get a streaming key, you put that in, uh, which leads me to if you're using a PC or a laptop, um, what you're going to need is either OBS Studio. I would recommend staying away from OBS Classic. That was a headache even for me back in the day. And I love playing with these programs. You can ask Dale. I'm always finding out something new on them. Um, OBS Studio or Streamlabs OBS. And like I said at the beginning um, is... Streamlabs OBS beginners. It's 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 literally plug and play, and it, it it will automatically search your hardware and it will do your settings for you as well. Now, sometimes I kind of disagree and argue with the settings that it might choose, um, and that's why uh, we have our uh, our channel that we have is basically I'm trying to educate a lot of people. You know, stay away from the headaches that I had to go through or the growing pains that I had to go through. So I'm kind of spelling it out for them. Like, this is what you not, if you want to do 720p at 60 frames per second, this is what you want to dial it in for. And it's going to be different for Twitch as it is for YouTube, as it is for Facebook, so on and so forth. Um, But yeah, Streamlabs OBS is great. Uh, They're still working on it. So they still have their growing pains and Dale can vouch for that. (laughs) And it seems like they update a lot. It seems like every time I turn it on, because that's what I call my lazy streams. I use Streamlabs OBS and my OBS studio is for my non-lazy streams. This is when I'm going all out for you as the viewer, which sounds horrible, but yeah, there's, there's some streams that I, I hold back a little bit, but as far as energy, I always try to deliver on energy, whether I have the cam on or not. Um, you can also use XSplit. Um, a lot of people are kind of slowly phasing away from XSplit. And the reason being is because OBS Studio and Streamlabs OBS is uh, open software. Um, so it's free to use. And people can write uh, plugins for it or extensions, all that good stuff. Where XSplit, it's, you, it's pay. It's pay as you go, or you can pay a big chunk and then have the full year or lifetime. I, I can't remember how they do it now. Um, but XSplit pretty much runs almost the same as OBS Studio. They have a few more little features and functions, but nowadays I say Streamlabs pretty much offers what XSplit used to be offering. So I, I would say get it for free and get Streamlabs OBS. And the thing is, is if you're going to start uh, using alerts and receiving donations, you're going to need to set up a Streamlabs account anyways. So why not? Yeah, oddly uh, enough, sounds like we're uh, being paid to, to like shill Streamlabs. Yeah, no, no. Well, yeah. I do kind of. I mean, I have affiliate link to them, but <laughs> it's not much. I think I think for every person that signs up, I think I get a whole whopping dollar or something. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that downloads the Streamlabs OBS, you get a dollar, which, yeah, hey, you can't beat that with a stick. But, you know, the nice thing is I can actually, uh, you know, share that. Um, I was kind of against doing Streamlabs OBS because I got used to OBS uh, Studio. And I was like, ah, I'm kind of hard pressed. I'm like, and he's like, you got to try it out. So I went ahead and I tried it out. And I've never gone back. It, it's Streamlabs OBS is fantastic. And the times that it's had issues, their customer support is second to none. I went into Discord. They have their own community there. And I was thinking, you know, post a question inside their Discord server and maybe come back the next day. I post it. Big answer right away. I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. I, I, 
okay. And they went ahead and fixed it. I like a dumb, dumb. I went ahead and I, I logged in with the wrong like credentials. So I opened up a fresh account. So of course I go in there and all my assets are gone and I'm going, what happened? I can't live stream without all my assets. Oh my gosh. And I'm freaking out and freaking out. And they're like, Hey, log in with the right credentials. And I was like, but they were so cool about it. They kind of, you know, laughed about it. And they were like, you, you were enjoying it and things like that. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, felt like a, you know, a little embarrassed, but yeah, Streamlabs has got uh, stellar customer support. They are, yeah, they're continually rolling out updates. I would recommend if you do use their software, and I'm sure Walt can probably even attest to this, don't wait to the last minute to start Streamlabs OBS <laughs> because it'll come in with an update and you don't have a choice. They pretty much were yeah. updating our stuff. Yeah. So. And if it takes 10 minutes, it takes 10 minutes. If it takes 20 minutes, it takes 20 minutes. It's yeah. just... It is what it is. So yeah, if you're if you're due to go live at four, you better be turning on Streamlabs OBS at like three thirty just to make sure everything's up and running. And that that brings me to the other thing too. Whether you're a console streamer or a PC streamer, you should be ready to go prior to going live. You shouldn't be jumping in your seat, turning your PC on or your console on, and be like, okay, I'm live in five minutes because people can tell if it's rushed and that's when you're going to run into issues like, Oh, I forgot to turn unmute my microphone. I've done that before. Well, this has been, you know, years ago, but I remember somebody coming into my stream. They're like, I'm 20 minutes into my stream. They're like, your mic's muted. And I'm like, you know, and that was because I rushed into the stream. I wasn't checking off my boxes as I go like, okay, cams on mics on uh, game is capturing. Cause that's the other thing too, as a gamer, you want to make sure that game is captured and not be fumbling with it, uh, midstream or, uh, after you do your intro or whatever you, your pre-roll, whatever you do. Um, but yeah, you want to make sure your ducks are in a row because that's the thing. People are impatient. Uh, today's generation is about instant gratification. And if you're not giving them that instant gratification, they're out. There's plenty of other channels for them to watch hell they might even just leave the platform and go to a totally different platform i will say as as far as like making sure you have all your ducks in a row before you get your stream on i would super recommend to have a checklist of like okay i need to do this 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 and this before i go live and mm -hmm. then and only then can i get started <laughs> because correct, correct. One, one time i was tr i tried to stream and this was this was uh, pretty recently, actually. I tried to stream and I got everything up and running, and like I had hit record and I like checked the mic, checked the checked the camera, the the guests for the interview, like every everything was good. And we get like thirty minutes into this interview, and I realized that I had forgotten to to like hit go live on the streaming thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going at this interview and it was not true. <laughs> so you're like, that was a warm up. That 15 yeah. minutes that we were just talking about, you know that question? I'm going to ask you that again. So just keep answering it the way you did the first time. How far were you into it before you realized this, man? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> hey, hey, it could have been worse. The mic could have been on mute. I've done it. Yeah. I've done it. So you're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, that's, that's always a good thing, especially if you're new to streaming uh, because stuff like that happens. And uh, you know, I mean, I've been streaming for years and I still do goose every now and then. So, I mean, it is what it is. You want to check those uh, volume levels too. 
um, because what worked for that type of game or what worked for that type of content, you might have to dial it down a little bit. I've done that uh, just recently, actually, where I ear raped everyone in my channel because <laughs> I'm talking, my mic's dialed in, everything's good. And then when the game loads, it's like, Wang! and I'm like, oh, my bad. Um, so that's that's stuff that you need to check. It's like launch that game before you go live, capture it, check those volume levels um, on your desktop and, you know, bring it back, bring it back. So you, you never want the game to be as loud or louder than you are. Um, because obviously you're the main, you're the brand, not the game. Um, even though the games are brands too, but the thing is, is you want it to be enjoyable for your, for your viewers and you don't want to totally, uh, kill their ears. I know we had teased at it real quick. Um, we said yeah. something about doing the software on mobile. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, typically whatever platform that you're going from, you can actually just go natively to them. So YouTube's got a great, uh, streaming feature, unfortunately. They just kind of pulled access from people that have less than a thousand subscribers to doing live video via mobile. Uh, so sadly, until you break over a thousand subscribers, you won't be able to get there. But I have every bit of faith and confidence that you can probably do that. Uh, the that's not to say you can still live stream on on mobile or excuse me on desktop or laptop but you just can't do it on mobile unless you have a thousand subscribers or greater. Twitch, Twitch has got a great one, uh, very easy to set up. We even have a tutorial we did on that. Um, DLive doesn't have one on it just yet, but uh, something to kind of note here, and this is for people like Ben who, who aggregate out to numerous platforms is actually gonna come back and swear it seems like Streamlabs is paying us. Uh, Streamlabs has got the app for this. And the nice thing is you can actually go ahead and dial in, say your restream key over into there and then point and shoot. So let's say for instance, Ben, you're at a conference and you see a bunch of like great big names and like people you want to interview, you know, don't let the space be your limitation. It's like, okay, I got a phone, download the Streamlabs app, set up the key to where it feeds out over to my aggregate or whatever platform you want to and go for it. And it has some really cool overlays in it that you can you know, slip in there. It's dead simple. I imagine we're going to eventually cover that because the Streamlabs app is pretty cool. I had only used it a handful of times, but I was real happy with the times that I did use it. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about that. And now I'm going to, I want to ask questions from the perspective of somebody running in a video talk show who interviews people constantly, like the ability, <laughs> the ability to interview is critical. So how do Streamlabs handle interview capabilities? Do you want to take this one, Walter? Or you want me to get this one? You could probably pick this one. Gaming is probably the most rough. It's going to use the most resources, whether it's, um, you know, on a console or a PC. So when it comes to like, say you're doing it on Zoom right now or uh, Skype or uh, any other uh, uh, video conference software, it, hardly, hardly dents the resources. So Streamlabs OBS will munch it for breakfast and ask for more um you can even go on twitch and you see some of the actual talk shows on there where they have like 12 streamers and they all get together and it's all the i mean it just it goes flawless without hiccups now that's not to say you know like for instance dale there at the beginning kind of had issues um but we think that was zoom or whatever so you know that's not saying that those uh 
uh, conference programs don't have hiccups. But as far as what you have, whatever you throw at OBS Studio or Streamlabs OBS, it, it's going to handle it. Um, so as far as non-gaming goes, it, it's gold. It's gold. Yeah, non-gaming, it's, it's super simple. I like using, for instance, you know, right now for you folks that are watching this right now or on the, the replay, uh, what Ben does is he actually feeds into Zoom that aggregates out to numerous other platforms. Um, you know, and that's fantastic. For me, I kind of like to bring some little bit of sizzle with my steak. Um, so I like to actually get Zoom and I'll book my guests through a link of Zoom. I will then slip it over onto, and I'm pointing over here where my other monitor is at, I will slip the actual interview window. So it would be like what we're talking with right now, it'd be over there. I'll put that as a layer inside Streamlabs OBS. Then I'll put overlays or essentially, you know, like key assets, some, some yeah. images that make it kind of pop. So I'll have like the guest's name above and below. Maybe I'll have a ticker going across, yeah. uh, doing things like that. And here's the nice thing. Um, in most occasions, so Restream is probably going to be the exception to the rule because Restream, uh, any kind of type of multi-stream, sometimes aggregates the actual chat into one box, but you actually have to get something separate. But for something like, say, Streamlabs, if you're going directly into YouTube or directly into Twitch or any of those other platforms, they actually bring in the chat and put it like on the right or the left-hand side. So what I'll do is I'll have my live video here on the left. And I've got the software in front of me, so I've got the chat just to the right. So that way I can continue. I can see my guests still up here, and I can see the actual chat. And that way you want to make sure you're keeping eyeball-to-eyeball -eyeball contact. People like to have that one-on-one -on -one interaction, you know, when they're coming in there. So when I'm doing this interview, I'll have it over here, got the chat going, and it seems to run seamlessly. Now, notice I said seems. Every now and then you're going to run into some issues. You will. Like, Anybody out there says, I've never had issues in live streaming. You're lying. 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 <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. Everyone's had issues, you know, uh, whether it be the Bruce Lee lips, which is, which is called audio latency. Uh, when, you know, it's, it's delayed or maybe it comes too far ahead. Um, you get Which audio Mac latency. Is, Mac it, is notorious for that. Yeah, it'll get, it'll drive you crazy. Uh, the other thing is too, by the way, and Ben, this is what I always do. Anytime I'm doing interviews, I always, always, always recommend you put together a list of best practices, send that to your guest ahead of time and have them agree to that. So for instance, some of my best practices include headphones. Please wear headphones because otherwise it, it, it pretty much eliminates all echoes. And I always recommend folks, if you're gonna live stream and you have anything that's coming through a dash that you can hear live here, please put it in headphones. If you don't need the headphones, it's fine, but Otherwise, you're creating kind of like this weird atmosphere. The Echo. next thing is uh, Wi-Fi is unreliable. Yes, it can work for mobile because mobile doesn't require that much data. But when you're doing it on something like a laptop or a desktop, plug directly into the router. And this is something I always try to tell anybody that uh, comes in as my guest. I'm like, can you plug directly in? And sometimes they go, no. And I say, okay, just be prepared you're probably gonna get some Bruce Lee lips and you might kind of stutter and stammer from time to time. Unfortunately, that's on you, not me. Um, okay. You know, it happens. And the other thing is I, I just, the best practices list will include things like lighting. You know, so for instance, you guys even probably saw me at one point or another, just reach over, okay? I actually got a light over here. So it kind of balances out my lighting here. So I try to tell people, and even if I left it like this, we're probably fine. But I try to tell guests, get lighting, I don't want to feel like I'm watching a snuff film, okay? Believe it, or uh, not, believe it or not, lighting actually will make a crappy camera look good. 
look really good. And, mm. and no lighting sometimes can make something like this, this Brio 4K I've got, you know, it's a top of the line in Logitech and it's not cheap by any stretch. Yeah. But if you don't have good lighting on this, it'll make it look like a freaking flip phone camera. And right. that's, that's just really what it comes down to. So if you are doing live, um, you could do what Ben does, which is just bare bones. It's, that's the way Kelly loves it. Kelly likes to keep her live streams bare bones. It's less stress. Me, I'm willing to take the stress and make things look really, really good next level to where people come into that interview and they're like, oh my gosh, this is really, really cool. And the next thing is, again, get a little list of best practices. Make sure you're not talking down to your guest. Be like, don't be dumb. Put on some headphones, you know. Your, your best practices list should probably be referring to, I think he's referring to me on that because uh, some of my viewers will play games with me. And I <laughs> I should say my alter ego basically tells them to kick the mom, the dogs out of the room and put headphones on. Because here's the thing. I hear my voice all day at work. And when I come home to stream, that's the last thing I want to hear is myself in the background because they have the stream running while they're playing trying to play video games with me i've had dogs barking in the background uh, and not not my house like you know i stifle that quick but uh um yeah yeah he's absolutely right so whether it's a professional interview or even gaming it's anyone that's going to join your channel because you have to remember you ultimately control what happens in your channel and when somebody comes in with a mic that sounds like pure cancer you're going to lose viewers they're gone they're gone I will also add that, um, and the reason that I'm going to add it is because I actually just committed this uh, this this bad thing. But ask them to turn off the sound of their phone for the for the guests because, like, it happens all the time, and because people don't think about it, like it's not mm -hmm. that they're doing it on purpose; they just don't think about it. But they may get a phone call, or they may get a text or an email, and it's just really aggravating and it, and it can actually throw you off your game. Like if you're in the middle of a really good question and you have like some serious energy and you hear like the, doo -doo -doo -doo, you know, it, and you're like, Oh, what is that? And you're like, Oh, it's the phone. But then you're thinking about that. Derails you. <laughs> it, it actually takes up mental bandwidth. And also this happened to me today, today. I don't, I don't know how to do a hand for day, but today <laughs> where I was streaming from my phone, and I got a phone call and it turned off my stream. Oh, yes. Oh. And so I actually now have three pieces of one stream that now have to, I have to go put together and figure out how to deal with that. So for iPhones, I know there's this awesome little setting called Do Not Disturb. Highly recommend that. Yeah. Super highly recommend that um, because that way it won't mess up your very hard work that you've taken <laughs> a very long time to coordinate, especially when somebody comes in from out of town and you're doing an interview in person where you're walking around with your phone and clearly this happened today. Um, yeah. So, you know, I would just, I would just make sure that. I've learned that, that the hard way so many times, man. Actually, I was interviewing Rob Archangel down in Florida and we sat down for an hour and a half jib jabbing and see uh, Kelly typically will be around to kind of see what's up with the, the camera, but she was feeling well. So I just, we kind of two manned it and had it like put up there and went on and on and on and on. I come around the camera and notice for about half the time, someone had called in and it shut the camera off. And I remember I was just like, I, I was so heartbroken, which the irony of it is we were talking about Amazon KDP 
and it was Amazon who called me. <laughs> Actually, I remember you telling me that story. Oh, I I was ready to rage. I was like, and I remember Rob's right there, and I'm like, don't rage, don't rage, don't rage. Be cool, Dale. I'm like, well, I guess we'll have to do another day. <laughs> so yeah, it's that is a true story. Question, Ben. Ben, I yeah. you know I'm sorry, gonna have to turn it around on you here. I love uh, it. Did you ask Grant Cardone to turn off his <laughs> his phone? <laughs> I did not. I probably should have. But he, he had a very professional studio, like with oh staff gosh. that were manning the camera crew. And it was just, it was amazing. That was an amazing experience. It, it was a good stream. It was a good stream, man. Uh, I, I, I went back and I watched that and I was very impressed, man. But that, it just crossed my mind. I'm like, go tell this multimillionaire, be like, I'm going to need you to shut off your phone while we're talking here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was funny because his his camera guy, um, who wait, I, I say that, and, and that diminishes the the you know the amazing job that that gentleman does. Uh, he he does way more than than just camera, but managing the camera is one small slice of of his overall uh, uh, responsibilities. He was giving Grant a hard time because he was saying because we we had like the lavalier mics, the the little clip on uh, clip on mics. And so he was trying to get it, you know, get it properly in the right place. And he was saying, okay, we'll put it here and then scoot this and get that out of the way. And Grant, and Grant was like, man, leave me alone. Let's just do it. And he's like, no, you're going to get this out of the way. And it was, it was awesome to see that. Cause it was like, he was like, this is what I'm an expert in. Like, this is what it's going to take to make a high quality product. This is what you're hiring me for. This is what you pay me for. He owned it. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. It was amazing to see. So, like, I, I guess the takeaway from that is the people that you're you're working with or collabing with, they might they might not be thinking about all the things that you're thinking about in order to put on a high quality stream or a high quality product. So, say it. And like, if they have a problem with it, maybe you shouldn't be working with them in the first place. Because if you think about it, when you're creating content. This, and I think about this all the time, this content is going to be on the internet for hopefully thousands, if not tens, if not hundreds of thousands of years, like, you know, barring complete, total, you know, cataclysmic event in the destruction of the internet. Um, it's going to be here for a very long time. Yeah. So take the time to make it really high quality and, you know, ask the uncomfortable questions. Hey, captain billionaire can you please turn off your freaking phone like to, you know it's yeah they're, they're yeah. people too like and that's and that's the thing captain that you're billionaire <laughs> oh man yeah, i remember they put their pants on the same way exactly yeah. two legs at a time so anyways let's keep going with it we have our software we have our hardware we have our profile we have all our best practices now what do we do how do we make sure we have a badass dream? We put on an amazing uh, experience and we go straight to the top here. All right. I love that. You cued me up perfectly for that one. Um, invite people to the party. There's nothing worse than throwing a party and not inviting people. And what I mean by inviting, what it's social media. You got to, you know, I, I can't tell you how many people have come at me and they, they, they've known me from my streams and they say, Oh, okay. I just started my Twitch channel. Can you go look at it? First thing I do is I go in there and look at it. There's nothing on their page. So I always scream and holler at them about that. Like put something on your page, anything on your page. But my main thing is, is when I don't see any kind of social media 
links or anything like that, it's like, okay, wait a minute. How, how do people know you're going live? Um, so the thing is, is start a Twitter, start an Instagram, start Facebook. I mean, there, there's so many platforms out there for you to reach out to. And that's part of building your community. You can build your community. Like, I think I have more followers on Twitter, you know, not counting the bots. Um, <laughs> because you always get those bots that seem to find you, but uh, I, I have a, it seems like a bigger following on Twitter than I actually do on Twitch. But the thing is, is they have that choice. Then once they start following me on Twitter, they have that choice, whether they want to tune into my stream, maybe they, maybe they go back and watch my replays. I don't know. Uh, but the thing is, is you have to let people know, Hey, I'm going live at such and such time. And as a new streamer, I'd always recommend doing it the day before or hours before you go live. Once you build that community and you get that ball rolling, then you can do the, Hey, I'm going live in five or I'm going live in 10 minutes. And that's once again, comes back to the whole schedule thing. If you're already sticking to that schedule, your tweets or your Instagram messages or Facebook posts is just a reminder to people like, Hey, don't forget. My show's starting at 4 p.m. You know, come come join me. And the other thing too is, is don't just tell them you're going live. Tell them what you're providing. Uh, or what game are you playing? What content are you talking about? That Dale will agree with me on this one. It's it, you got to let them know what they're coming into. You have to give them a reason to come. It's not just hey, come look at me and stare at me. It's come look at me. I'm gonna try this new game out that you might dig. Or I'm going to talk about KDP, something that you might not know about. You, you got to, it's almost like the YouTube videos. You've got to kind of put a little bit of clickbait in there to get people to want to come. And, uh, you know, it, once again, you hit that go live. Everyone starts with zero, but if you don't want to stay at zero, you've got to start sending those invitations out for that party. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, this is really, really huge. I, everybody understands that the online ethos is all revolving around search engines between Google having a search engine, Amazon has its own search engine, Twitch has its own search engine and all of them function in different ways. And the people that try to live stream without inviting people to the party are expecting the search engine to work in their favor organically. It just doesn't work that way. It used to be that way back in the day when video was rather new, when live streaming was rather new. It did work that way. Those days are gone, folks. It's Here's the reality. If you go live without telling people that you're going live, then do not be disappointed when you look at your dashboard and see no one showed up because you didn't invite anybody. Yeah. Don't rely on a search engine algorithm to serve your audience. You need to bring people to the party, even if it's one or two people. So start off with something like Twitter. Uh, don't go to Google Plus because obviously that's dead now. Um, <laughs> Facebook, um, you know, yeah. uh, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, any number of places that you can just invite people into the party and remember the five key words, okay? I know this live streams for you folks, all right? I understand you're going on camera, but it's not about you. It's not about you. It's what's in it for me. Five key words. What's in it for me? You need to tell people what they stand to gain by coming and joining right. you in the party. Not just, hey, I'm getting ready to live stream and hang out. No one wants to do that. No. Yeah. I, what do you think? You're freaking George Clooney? <laughs> Even then, like, I don't know, George, your, your movies are okay. I, I mean, what's in it for me? Like, what am I going to gain in coming and spending time with you? So, you need to get real about what it is. So, uh, you know, whatever it is, naming the game, what it is the value, the unique value proposition that you're going to offer people live streaming. If you're just live streaming, just be like, hey, what's up? I'm going to chill. Just chill. Yeah. 
Yeah, stay away from that chill. Yeah, just chill. Yeah, Yeah. people are going to be like, oh, I guess. You might as well do do like I've done in the past where I'm just brutally honest. I'm like, I'm going to do a lazy stream. (laughs) You might as well. Saying I'm going to do a chill stream basically says, I'm going to give you a half-ass energy and we might get crazy, but it's going to be chill. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you hang around a bunch of stoners. And even then I don't see too many stoners tuning in to your live streams. If you were just going to chill, you have to give them that hook. You have to give them that reason. Why, why should I come? You know, what are you giving? What what, what are you going to show me differently? Yep. Exactly. It seems like the moral of that story is unlike Netflix, it's not about streaming and chilling. That's not what we're, no. not what we're going for. No. Um, and, and I want to say, uh, having been in the social media space for like almost five years now, um, it, it, when you're talking about like starting a social media channel and getting your Twitter or Snapchat, Instagram, so on and so forth, I would highly encourage you to do a little bit of research into what – the strengths and weaknesses of the platforms that you're thinking about. Correct. Correct. Because with something like Instagram or, or Twitter, because they have the hashtag system, that's what their search engine is based off of. Um, and and that, that plays a big role in their algorithm. So by definition, that means there's a lot more native discovery. So you can start posting and strategically using hashtags to get your content seen by people who you don't already know. Now, Facebook, on the other hand, it's hard to, like, you're not going to just start posting and start getting more and more people to to come to you. You need to have a way to get people and maybe you invite your friends, maybe you run some traffic and, and get a base. And then when you post content to them, then they can share and that exposes you to their audience. But just be cognizant of like what social media platform you're going on and what the the qualities of that are like what you, you what you can actually expect when you're on there and also you don't have to be on all of them i would really highly suggest picking one maybe two to begin with um and focus on that one in particular like you can carve out a niche in whichever one you want but if you're trying to carve out like 80 niches on all of the social media platforms like you don't have that much time. There's just, unless you have a huge team that you can have a dedicated person to each platform or like you have brilliant systems, it's going to be really, really tough. And so if you're just getting started, I'd suggest focusing on one social media platform that you get traffic from to send to your stream and and invite people to the stream party that way. Yeah. Well, it's good that you brought up Facebook. Um, The, the one thing I'd recommend with Facebook is joining like-minded groups. So whether, uh, especially if you're into gaming and you're into a certain type of game, uh, whether it be first person shooters, role playing, or a really specific game, like say Fortnite or PUBG, join those kind of groups. Don't go in there spamming saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. That's what Twitter's for. That's what you want to do the screaming match that that's what I do. I go on the screaming match and I try to outwit or try to be a little bit more catchy than the next guy in the screaming match. Facebook, on the other hand, it's more about, Hey, I'm part of this group, you know, uh, join some of these conversations, uh, talk about these games or niches or whatever you're into, even like uh, Dale, he's into self-publishing. So obviously for him, it go into these self-publishing groups or whatever, find this common, uh, uh, this common community 
And then you kind of slowly after a while, you can work it in. It's like, Hey, by the way, you know, you know, I, I do these live streams. Would you mind popping into one? Tell me what you think. And you'd be surprised. A lot of people, they like that type of versus, Hey, come look at me. I stream. I'm important. Watch me. You know, if you're starting to build it, it's, it's, it's a more of a, Hey, you know, can you, can you check out my live streams? Not that many people pop in, you know, I'd, I'd be appreciative of some tips because that's the other thing too. People love to give opinions, whether they're negative or positive. And nine times out of 10, you're going to get more negative than positive. But then again, that's what you want as a live streamer or a content creator. You want to know, you know, don't tell me, yes, everything's golden. And then I come to find out my mic was hissing the whole time. Uh, let, let me know that my mic sounds like shit so I can fix it. Um, so that's the thing, bring these like-minded people in and next thing you know, what they might enjoy your stream and they're going to tell somebody else in the group or one of their friends, or maybe a group that you're not even part of that they are in because a lot of people, uh, have different multiple groups on Facebook. I know I'm part of multiple groups. Yeah. Facebook groups are, are, are stellar folks. Don't sleep on that. I, I imagine Facebook's going to probably change a little bit of their policy, but right now it's probably one of the easiest ways to get organic reach today. Uh, but th for those of you that expect to just jump into a group and start link dropping and nope. talk about me, 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 listen, and you can't just do it for like two days and then be like, here's me. No, you're going to have like, literally you need to be knowing people by their profile picture and their name and what they normally post and some of their opinions with regards to whatever niche that is. I see far too many people that join my self-publishing books group on Facebook that will come in there. They'll kind of participate. And then all of a sudden they're link dropping like three days later. I'm like, who, who are you? I don't even know you. You haven't even like, you know, other people I'm like, okay, you're good. Like yeah. Kathy's one of my, my favorite members in there. She can just drop all she wants to because she's a sweetheart. We know her by now. But some weirdo that just joined like three days ago who's just like, here's my stuff. No, get, get. No one wants to see that because you're just coming in here for yourself. And here's the beauty of it. If you really build lasting relationships, here's the ninja tactic for you, Ben. And Walt, you can probably get this one as well is you're going to start to build such an awesome relationship that they'll share it for you without you asking. And that's gold. That right yeah. there, when you start, when I, I, like the first time that started happening to me, I was like, wait, that's my video. That's it. I didn't share that. And I'm kind of going, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. So mm. you build good relationships and be real with people and authentic and, you know, become friends with people. They're going to do stuff for you. And then the nice thing is you can just invite people to the party elsewhere while they're doing it for you over in this area. And that goes back to the whole uh, where we're talking about Twitch. And uh, I think it was Ben, you were talking about getting with other streamers and, you know, watching other streamers. That's the other thing, too, is uh, I would say the biggest community, it's not necessarily my viewers. It's more so other streamers. And I know my brother-in-law back when he first started streaming, he used to get mad because after a lot of streamers would stop streaming, they would come into his channel and they would all talk amongst each other. And he'd be streaming and like getting aggravated. Like they're not paying attention. They're talking with each other. There's a conversation. I don't even know what they're talking about. I'm like, who cares? Who cares, dude? They're chilling. This is the streamer lounge. Are you kidding me? You know, and, and he did. He, he, he got over it. But the thing is, is, if you start to build that community of like-minded streamers and true, you always have opinions and difference of opinions and stuff like that. Like there, I don't agree with everyone, what they do and this and that, but I've had ones that come to me and they drop ideas in my lap, which was uh, the whole streaming mobile games. I would have never thought of streaming mobile games back in the day. I'm like, who the hell still plays mobile games? Me, but I didn't think that there, there was a market or a uh, viewership for it. And the one time I think it was, um, 
Clash Royale or Brawl Stars. All of a sudden, I'm getting hosts by bigger YouTubers and they're they're hosting me. So that's the thing. Once you become part of this community, you're going to have these bigger streamers or same size streamers or even smaller streamers. They will host you, which therefore brings their community or even raid you, which is they they go live from their stream right straight into your stream. And they they drag their people over, uh, kicking and screaming, and now you have new eyeballs on you. You have, and that's because you've built a relationship with these streamers. Now, once again, it's kind of like what Dale says: don't hang out in somebody's stream for three days and think that you guys are the best buddies in the world. This takes time. Um, and I'm not saying go after bigger streamers and try to be their best buddy either, because it has to be organic. Either you like the guy or you don't, or you like the gal or you don't, you know, don't force, you know, things. And that's the other thing too, is never self promote into somebody else's channel. That is a big no, no. It's kind of like the whole, uh, you know, people dropping links on YouTube. It's the same thing. If you go on it, that's even if I'm best buds with people, even my own brother, I'd be like, I, I will whisper him on Twitch and ask him if I have permission to say, you know, uh, shamelessly plug or anything like that. But like he said, though, nine times out of 10, they'll plug for you. I've hung out in other channels and just chilling and they're like, oh, you need to go check out so-and-so. Yeah, you notice I almost slipped and said my name. <laughs> you need to go check out so-and-so. His streams are pretty quirky and he's crazy and this and that. And I'm, uh, you know, of course I do the humble card, which is like, no, 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 no. I don't, don't tell people to follow me. You can tell them, check me out, but don't tell them to go follow me. Uh, I want them to see me first and see my stream to see if that's, cause that's the other thing too. I don't like fake follows. I don't like sympathy follows or obligated follows. You know, if you're going to raid me and host me, don't force your viewers to, to follow me. Let them make up their, their mind because I'm not for everyone. I've had people come in the channel and, you know, <laughs> I've had, I've had people tell me I curse too much. I would have more viewers if I cursed less. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, do you know how stupid you look? Um, there's all sorts of, uh, there's all sorts of beautiful comments, which if you have ever seen my streams, then you would understand the whole, do you know how stupid I look? Uh, obviously it's like that joke went right over that guy's head or kid's head because that's the whole point of my gimmick is to, to look pretty outlandish and stupid. Um, so the thing is, 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 it's not just about building that community, whether it be on Facebook or Twitter. Um, it's also about building it on that platform. So whether you choose mix or whether you choose YouTube, I mean, you were even talking Ben about collabs, you know, collabing with people and stuff like that. I know that's big over in YouTube. It's the same thing. It's uh, over on Twitch and stuff. And that's the cool thing about it is once you do build this community of other streamers, next, thing you know, you're playing games with them. So while they're live, you're live, you know, while they're live, you're live and you're playing the same game and you're talking in discord. So next, thing you know, their viewers are coming over to your channel. My viewers, going over to their channel they got both channels open which is really cool feature there's a uh, um you could type in multi twitch and then it's the name and then a slash uh forward slash and then the other person's name and it will pull up in the browser and it will split the two streams and they can see the chat all on the same browser it's really cool uh there's a matter of fact i think twitch is still trying to implement that where they're going to have the uh multi-streams where um unfortunately right now they're doing it with partners and not affiliates or uh newbies but um hopefully they'll roll out for everyone else eventually so i want to talk more about the relationships because we've been talking about it a little bit and i'm Actually, I've been talking about it a lot of it, and I think that is so tremendously important. Just to give everybody who's watching slash listening like an example of this, 
Dale and I first met in 2000, either 16, either late 16 or early 17. I think it was actually late 16. 16. And now it's 2019 and we're still friends. So that's close to like three years. And like I first found out about Dale on YouTube. I used to watch his um, self-publishing videos and I was like, I got to talk to this guy. This guy's really cool. And so then he came on the show and Dale, you were actually the first person who did video on the show. It had (laughs) only been sound, like only audio before then. It was just strictly an audio podcast. You were the first guy, first person to do video. And then I was like, ah, great. Now I got to do video too. He's opened my eyes to the wonders of video. And, but then you and I have stayed friends for years. Yeah. And, and it's because of that relationship that you have been on the show three and a half times. And <laughs> like, you know, I would do anything for you. And like, we've commented on each other's things and you've helped, you've helped me out with some things. I've tried to help you out with some things. Hopefully it's actually been helpful. And, and because of that relationship, you know, that, that's how this, that's how this exact episode or or this workshop came about because you had seen that I was streaming a lot and then then we started talking about Twitch and you were like, Hey, your profile definitely needs like a facelift. It's pretty garbage right now. I was like, I totally agree. (laughs) Garbage is empty. I'm looking at it right now. It's empty. It says it is empty here on your page. You know, I was going to come back eventually, Ben, I was going to come after you. All right. (laughs) Yeah. You got to, you got to, but no, and I would, I would expect the same thing. If I were to go to a platform that I was new at, I would want you as I would, you know, that's the thing. It, 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 a lot of people get sensitive about it. It's the yeah. thing is, is I'm trying to help people. You know, it's like when you're telling me, Hey, come look at my stream. I'm going to give you my honest opinion. If you're my, right, that's like actually garbage, helpful. If the camp, exactly. It's like, don't take it personal, take it with stride and fix the things that you can fix then and there. Cause that's the other thing too. A lot of people get overwhelmed when I start throwing a B and C at them. It's, it's like, okay, look, I'm coming at you as a friend or as a community member. And I'm saying, look, these are your issues, handle them, you know, and some of them, they, they can take care of right away, such as doing their page, um, cameras and mics, obviously that's monetary. It, you know, it might not be in their expense, but my thing is then at least they know. And the other thing too, is, is, uh, when it comes to live streaming too, you could probably tweak those dials a little bit on whether it be Streamlabs OBS or OBS studio. Um, there's so many filters for microphones. You can do uh, noise gates, thresholds, noise suppression. There's so many different things. And even with your cam, like I said, uh, you'd be surprised by just, uh, I remember before Dale did the hand-me-downs, I used living room lamps. I took the shades off the living room lamp and <laughs> hung a t-shirt up in front of it. That was my lighting. And uh, before I had the green screen, I used to hang a bed sheet behind me. <laughs> Zebra. Uh, and I sat, I, 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 crap you not, I used to sit in a chair that had a hole in it right where my ass sat. Like literally, if I punched it hard enough, it would have a hole to where I could probably just drop my drawers and put a bucket underneath and do my thing. Um, that's how uncomfortable it was. But my thing is that was my passion about streaming is like I said, I was annoyed that my brother-in-law dropped the ball and I said, screw it. I'm going to do it. And not only am I going to do it, I'm going to do it totally different than what he did. Um, and I've had fun. 
I, you know, I'm not going to lie. There's been frustrations here and there, but uh, most of the time they're caused by me. What can I say? So, so what, what I was getting at before was because of that relationship, like you can do so many more things and, and it's not just like a, Hey, can I promote myself right now? It's like a, Hey, right. let's work together to both succeed. And right. so, you know, we, we talked about it and Dale, you were like, Hey, there are a lot of things that you can do to get better at this. And I was like, why don't we do a workshop about it? And that's how this whole thing came about. Um, was because of the relationship, right? So it can create a lot of a lot of cool things. So, okay, so we talked about a ton of things. We we laid some strong foundation, have some software, hardware, profiles, um, getting people to the party. We talked about different platforms to use and all that stuff. We talked about relationships, um, and I, and I want to wrap up pretty soon because we've been going for a while. But is yeah. there anything else that is critical that we need to know in order to truly have a grasp of the fundamentals of live streaming? Hmm. I would say that's about it. Like I said, I'm not a streaming coach. There's a lot of great people on Twitch, a lot of great people on YouTube that are far more successful at building their streaming community than I am. Then again, they also have a lot more time to devote to their their task at hand. Um, the other thing too is, is people have this misconception that as soon as they start streaming, they're going to go full time. That unless you're living at home with your mom and dad, and they're making you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and they're driving you to and from your job, or, or they're paying for everything that you do you're not going to be a full-time streamer. And even if you do, you're not going to be making that much money when you first initially, I mean, uh, my brother-in-law still is to this day, he streams eight to 12 hours. And I mean, yeah, he makes money at it, but is it enough for him to, you know, live comfortable? Uh, probably not. So the thing is, is it's, it's the same thing with uh, people that they have this YouTube thing where I'm going to start putting YouTube videos out and, I'm going to go in and tell my boss to suck it next month. It doesn't happen overnight. And like I said, the grinding days are over with uh, Twitch. Twitch before you could stream eight, 12 hours. And that's the way you built your community. It was like, you build it, they will come. Now you can build it. But like I said, you got it. You got to build it elsewhere outside and you got to bring them in. And eventually you're, you're going to get people that come in that you didn't invite um, because they want to see, well, well, what's the ruckus going on? What's, you know, it's one of those things like, oh, there's something going on over here. Let me see. And and that's the thing that goes back to, you know, uh, finding your voice. Uh, you're not going to find your voice. I'm still finding my voice. Uh, and I found out that doing the YouTube content with Dale, totally different voice. Matter of fact, he's constantly, hey, hey, you're not live streaming. Bring it down. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it, because it is it, uh, my, my personality is so much different when I'm live streaming that when I'm doing the YouTube videos with him, I got to like, Oh, I got to breathe. I got to talk normal, like a normal human being <laughs> and not seem like Billy uh, Mays, uh, all jacked up on Coke. Um, but, um, so that's the thing. It's, it's, it's find your voice, find your niche. That's the other thing too. It's, uh, everyone streams Fortnite, so I'm gonna tell you, uh, anyone that's looking to stream on Twitch, don't. Uh, I don't care if you love the game, don't stream Fortnite because you know what's gonna happen. There's this list. See, that's that's the difference. Like Dale was talking about the algorithm. There is no algorithm for Twitch. 
There is none. Now, for your uh, videos on demand, your playbacks, yes, there is. And then you, that you can go into more detail on that where you can keyword it and all that. And it, you know, same jazz that you would do for a YouTube video. But for your live streams, when you go live, there's nothing. The only thing that pushes you to the top is your viewers. The more viewers you have, the closer you are to the top. So you can imagine when Ninja's streaming Fortnite, that guy has like 40,000 people watching him. And then the next person probably has about five, six, so on and so forth. So you can imagine as a new streamer, where are you going to be? All the way down at the bottom. Now, do you think who's spending their time scrolling all the way down to the bottom? Dale, help me out on this. I know I don't. I'm too lazy. Okay. Give me the top ones. So, so the person that's spending their time scrolling all the way to the bottom is they're coming to troll you. They're coming to screw with you because they know that you have zero viewers or one or two viewers they're coming down and they're going to they're going to come in to poke fun. They're going to get their jollies, you know, by doing that. So that's the other thing too is 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 find that medium and pick that medium and kind of stay with it. And that's the other thing too that I cause my own issues. I'm a like I said, I'm an indie variety streamer. So not only am I a variety streamer, I'm changing up the games constantly, but it's indie games. So it's not even AAA titles like Fortnite and PUBG and this and that. But that's the thing. To break in is find that niche. Find that game that's not dead, but at the same time is not this week's flavor. You follow what I'm saying? Dale, you have some uh, some other comments for us? Nothing to add to that, man. I, I think when it comes to, to this whole business is just do it. Just do it. You, you can't. Nothing is going to serve you any good if it's up here. Uh, I, I hear so many people, I'm thinking about live streaming. It's like the same thing when they say, I'm thinking about writing a book. Uh, I'm thinking about starting a website or a blog. Like, stop thinking about it. Just, just freaking do it. And when you get it done, the amazing thing is you're going to find that it probably wasn't as bad as you thought it was in your head. It's not as bad as it was. You'll get it finished with and you'll feel better about it. And then do it again. And then do it again. One of the greatest one of the greatest ways to become successful in any walk of life is application, evaluation, application, evaluation, application, keep going, rinse and repeat. You got to do it. You got to study what you did and how you can improve it. And then you implement that and you do it again and just keep doing that over and over. If you're just going to plan on just going ahead and live streaming. Uh, I know some people are like, I have I've been live streaming for the last Nine years, nobody's coming to see me. Well, chances are likely you, you weren't paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah, you didn't you evaluate. Sure. Got to assess your whole systems. You're going to make sure everything's all in place. So that's really the words of wisdom. But I mean, I think that applies to most anything in life because I mean, it's the same thing I tell people about doing video content. The same thing I tell people about writing books. The same thing I tell people about building a merch you know, business all these things all come back to one thing is, is doing it and not just like, Oh, well, I'm going to study this video with Ben Gothard, project egg and these two clowns with bald heads. So the one with the bald head and the one with the cat. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I'm going to go watch another video though. Now, no, watch this video, watch the rest of this video, first of all, or listen to the rest of this, this audio commentary and then go ahead and get it going. Don't wait to, to like find out like, oh, I need to find out more about the Logitech C920. No, you don't. Nope. No, you don't. Nope. Just do it. Nope, just do it. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So thank you two gentlemen for hopping oh, on to the show today. It is always a pleasure uh, to speak <laughs> with you guys. And Dale, I look forward to number four and a half. Four and a half, baby. That'll, uh, that'll be awesome. So thank you guys very much. And to everybody who's watching, listening, thank you all very much. I love you. 
super duper a lot. And uh, I can say that I know your time is very valuable and I'm very appreciative that you would share it with us. So thank you. I love you. And I will see you on the next episode. Take care now.